morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Sideline Junkies. Me, KG, rocking and rolling with BJ. What's, What's happening, up? brother? What's going on? What's up, everybody? How y'all feeling? Ah, oh, man, I'm 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 riding high right now. I'm three and zero this week, and perfect score in the Cleveland game. So yeah, I'm 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 riding really high. Hey, two more weeks. Two more. Is it two? What are we at? Week fifteen. Yeah, we 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 got fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Three three more three more NFL weeks. So the junkies' picks are getting down to the wire as far as uh, our records. It's uh pretty close though. It's pretty close. Anything can happen. So uh, today's Today's show with the uh, picks and the analysis of the games. Got three of these left, and they're going to be very important going down the stretch. Oh, somebody fell down the steps. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, did y'all watch both games yesterday? Unfortunately. <laughs> you know what? A trending hashtag on Twitter yesterday was Five Vance Joseph. I mean, it was trending hard. Who do you think started it? I I started it. Well, now. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually trying to um go to uh, Broncos headquarters in Cold Valley later this week so we can actually get this whole March movement going. This guy got to go, man. Well, you know what you got to do to get there? Let's tell Jim Five to win a bagel. I know we got enough guys to get out there. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, fellas, Junie, what's going on, Junie? I see you up there. What's up, man? What's the deal, man? Hey, these teams should have never changed their teams from last year. Kirk Cousins should have stayed in D.C. Uh, Case Keenum should have stayed in Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, I mean – you get all the way to a uh, a championship. Uh, I'm sorry, the divisional playoff game. And um, I mean, if it if it works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, right. don't break it. You know, so <clears throat> fellas, we have some very we got our NFL Week 15. We got some very important picks today, and um, we're going to dive into them. It's only four late games, so uh, instead of the normal. Two shows. We're just going to do one show today. It doesn't doesn't make any sense to do a show just for four late games. So, fellas, let's get into it, man. Let's do this. Jim already put his picks in. Jim is on a special assignment. He already got his picks in, so we'll add them and tally them up later. So, all right. First game on the slate is the uh, Miami Dolphins going into Minnesota to face Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Um, the uh, over under 45 points with Minnesota being a seven and a half point favorite. So uh, Miami coming off a huge win last week where people are calling the Miami miracle against the uh, New England Patriots last week. And uh, Minnesota's just coming. So um, Vikings, I, I still think the Vikings are, even though the Dolphins, I think it's going to be a good game. I think the, the Vikings have enough firepower, a little bit more firepower than the Dolphins. And I think they end up going to take the game. I don't know about covering seven and a half points. I think it's going to be closer than that. So uh, give me Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to say, man, I'm going to say 27-21 Minnesota. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with VJ. I, I think this is actually going to be a good game. I think the Dolphins they're going to be uh, riding high off the Miami Miracle. Um, however, they're going to and, and they're going into Minnesota, and uh, while they haven't been, the Vikings haven't been super impressive. And we're not going to talk about a certain $84 million contract. Um, I think the Vikings, they're going to do just enough to win. Um, so give me Minnesota 24 to 20. Uh, this is going to be a good game. I think Adam Thielen and Stephon D is going to take over this game. So let me go with Minnesota 27 24. Hey, Jim, is that you? You jumped in here? I see uh, yeah, I saw his. I see him jump in. Yeah, hello, my hey, mute. <laughs> it's all good, man. We uh we picking the uh, Miami Minnesota game. Uh, forty five point over under for points, and Minnesota's a seven and a half point favorite. Okay, I believe for that game, I'm going with um. I think I need to play catch up, so I'm going with the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> And I picked them to win uh, 23-17. <laughs> hey, if you're watching this game and you see the lights go out in Minnesota at a key time, just know just know Jim's in Minnesota, okay? <laughs> man, um, man I'm, my, my, my mind's telling me to take uh, Miami in this one because Minnesota's dead in the water. I'm sorry. Uh, they can't. You didn't expect a Minnesota team to be six six and one at this point in the season. You expected them to be way better than this, especially with the capability of Kirk Cousins. But don't know what's going on. So give me Miami in this one. Um 24-13. Uh, I mean, before we move on to the next game, I mean, you just can't even and this is across all sports. Even when you plug and play, it's no guarantee that you still had to get chemistry. And I think he's found that with Thielen. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. Even when uh, LeBron James went down to Miami, they lost the finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you still had to put the chemistry and the puzzle together. And it's easier to do when you only have 13 guys to worry about versus 53. It's, it's a It's a different pace of the game. The offense moves a little quicker, I guess, you know, probably a little bit more efficient under Cousins than than uh, Case Keenum because Cousins, you know, you know, he's a little bit better quarterback. So, I don't know, man. They could get hot. They had the tools. We just have to see what's going on. They have to win this game today, though. That's a must win. But so, you, you, you also got to realize Minnesota has a new offensive coordinator this week, too. Uh, and, and, and who is that? I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is. Yeah, they did fire the offensive coordinator. Oh, didn't they? Yep. They fired him last week. Mm -hmm. He was one of the firings that we didn't expect uh, because we were expecting others to get fired. Um, But (laughs) I'm not even going to jump into that. It's okay. No, no, it's not. It's really not. (laughs) Hey, real real quick before we go to the next game, the week 15 inactives and actives I got right now, uh, T.Y. Hilton is playing. LaShawn McCoy is not playing. Chris Ivory's out. Joe Flacco, I think he is um, ready to dress, but I believe Lamar Jackson is still starting. Um, Mm. Allen Robinson is playing. Um, Xavier Howard is out. Um, 
Ido Smith in Matthew Stafford. He was questionable, but he is in. Uh, Chris Thompson's playing. Josh Doxson's playing. And Ty Montgomery is out. So, quick little and active inactive list before we move on to this next game. With- let, let me tell you this real quick. It's Kevin Stefanski. That's the interim offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Fellas, this next game right here is going to trip up a lot of us. And y'all know what I'm saying when I say this. And, and it's the uh, Oakland Raiders in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, 46 point over under Cincinnati is a three point favorite. Um, I don't know who to pick in this game. I'm leaning towards Oakland, even though I said I wouldn't pick them anymore. But you still got Derek Carr over there. Um, versus uh, Jeff Driscoll, so that's for me. That's that's enough to give Oakland the edge. I think we're gonna, you know, it's, this is a absolute garbage bowl. But give me Oakland, um, boy, give me Oakland twenty twenty one. Actually, twenty seventeen. Oakland, give me Oakland. Yeah, no AJ Green, no Andy Dillon. And then Oakland, they done basically traded away all their key pieces. Um, but they do still have Derek Carr and uh hell, they don't even have Bruce Irwin anymore. Man, this mm, it's gonna be tough. Uh I think this is Delonte's community service game of the week. I'm gonna take Oakland. Um, I don't like Oakland, but you know, no disrespect to people from Oakland, but I'll take Oakland um thirteen to ten. I'm definitely taking Oakland over Cincinnati. Let's go 28-10. I think Jim uh mute button started working again. Hey Jim, your mute button might be working today, baby. Yeah, yeah, I forgot <laughs> to flick it back on. Yeah, I'm about to leave it off now on. <laughs> I'm just uh I'm just a rambling away. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go opposite today. I'm still I'm gonna roll with the uh Bengals today, 18-13. Uh I I didn't want to, but I'm gonna go ahead and roll with the majority on this one. I'm gonna take Oakland in this one. Jim, you're gonna look like a dang on genius if Cincinnati pull this out. But uh give me o- uh, Oakland uh 13 10. Hey, Jim is ringing out his socks every pick because he <laughs> he's trying to catch up. He, he going against the grain. So, hey, man, it, it, the way things been going, it could, it could, it could work out that way. So, uh, next game. It better. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, Alex Smith's wife posted a, a picture of him home. So, definitely prayers up to Alex Smith. Uh, oh, definitely. Speedy recovery. Wish him well. <clears throat> um, definitely with the uh, complications he was having in the hospital. So, Hey, from the sideline junkies, we wish you well, Alex Smith. Get a speedy recovery. We'll see you back on the field. All right, next game, fellas. Tampa Bay going into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Um, 46 point over under. Uh, Baltimore is an eight and a half point favorite. Wow. Um, the reports out of Baltimore that the Ravens are more than likely done with Joe Flacco. So before we go into our picks, fellas, if you know Joe Flacco is available. He, his contract is till 2022, I believe. And it's hefty because he, he got paid. 
if you're a team out there that needs a quarterback, do you kick the tires on Joe Flacco? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, let him go. Yeah, let him go. I, I, I would, I, I would yeah, definitely. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase the question. If your team was in, because you're going to have to trade from, they're not going to cut them. I think that's too big of a cap hit. Would you trade for Joe Flacco if your team needed a quarterback? Knowing what you would have to to probably I don't think you would have to give up a lot because of how he's been playing, but that cap hit, would you would you take that? Um, yeah, if I was if I was Elway, I would take him. Uh personally I think he's an upgrade over Case Keenum. I can agree with you on that one. Definitely agree with you on that one. But, but he, he, I, he's an upgrade of everything we got in Washington. So let me let me, let yeah, me ask I, this real quick. I, I wouldn't take him in. What, Mister Big? I hate Big Big Ben. Wow. You you wouldn't? Yeah, take I Flacco? would take him. <laughs> no. Man. Hey, BJ. Let me. Can I add something in real quick? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You know who I think um, should try to um, trade for Flacco? And it, it would make a lot of sense. The Giants. Imagine Flacco, you know, still serviceable with Saquon and with uh, Odell and with Sterling. That offense. Yeah. They can do some things. That that makes a lot of sense. They can do Man. some things. Yeah, that make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, you, you, like you say, you, go ahead, John. No, no, because that's funny. He said the Giants. I was thinking the Buccaneers, since they can't trust uh, – uh, Winslow, Winston, and um, and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a couple of teams. I mean, do you know? I, I doubt if they trade him in the division. But I mean, when do you move on from Andy Dalton? When do you? It's certain quarterbacks now. Like, all right, when do we pull the trigger and move on? You know, um, when is this experiment over? So this would be interesting to follow that in the all season and see. Where Flacco ends up, but I don't think he'll be in a Ravens uniform next season. So, I think I think it'd be good for a fresh thought. He can even go to Jacksonville Jaguars and there, pull it off. There you go, B. There's, there's another one. Somebody desperate need for a quarterback. Defense is there. You're going to waste away this defense and and go past their prime and not be able to move the ball. So, that, that, right. that's, a, that's another team right there. Good call. Good call, fellas. Another dandy here. We got the Dallas Cowboys going into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Um, Over-under is 47, with uh, Indy being a three-point favorite. Very tough game to pick for me. Um, I love the way Dallas is playing right now. They're hot. Passes running, working. Running's working well. They're playing good on defense. Um I actually think the Cowboys come into Indianapolis and they can take out the Colts. And with that win, the Cowboys would take the NFC East outright. There wouldn't be no catching up. They, they would be the NFC East champions with a win today. So I think Dallas pulls this out today. I think Andrew Luck is going to have to pass over 45 times, 45 attempts, because I don't think Indians are going to be able to run on the Cowboys. Give me Dallas – uh, 27-19. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. Um, the Colts, they're going to put up a good fight. Andrew Luck, he's been balling all season. However, I think um, their defense is going to be a little bit too much for um, 
him to, you know, kind of contend against. So give me the Cowboys. It's going to be close. 23 to 19. This will be an awesome game for the week. This should be game of the week right here. Um, it's going to turn out to be a defensive game, like Delonte was saying. Uh, it's, give me Dallas, 24-17. Yeah, I, I'm going with the uh, Cowboys on this. They're on such a, a high streak that I don't see how you can really go against them. But I'm taking Cowboys 23-20 in the close game. Mm. Well, Indianapolis is in the same boat because if they win, you know, they're still alive. I'm going to go with – jeez, I want to go – ah, man. Uh, let me go with the consensus because I don't know. I, I don't know T.Y. Hilton for India. I don't know what they're going to do. So, give me Dallas in this one. Uh 20 to 19. Hey, fellas, did we forget to pick the uh, Tampa Bay-Baltimore game, or did I – were we talking about Flacco a whole bunch? We talked about Flacco a whole bunch. <laughs> That's what I oh, thought. Because wow. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, why? where's my Baltimore score? Real quick, fellas, uh, Baltimore-Tampa Bay. I'm taking Baltimore um, – I'm going to say 20, 23 to 13. I'm taking Baltimore as well. 23 to 17. Man, I hate to do this. This is going to be a really good game, y'all. Um, I think Jameis Winston going to finally step up. So give me Tampa Bay over the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. 20 to 19. Man, Junior, I hope you're right. <laughs> Man, I hope you're right. <laughs> but I'm going with the Ravens uh, 26 to 20. Oh, man, I, I, it's no brainer here. Lamar Jackson starting. Ain't nothing that defense going to be able to do against him. So, give me Baltimore in this one, and I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, 24-21. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see superhuman powers from Jim today. When he turned the lights off in Minnesota, he's mysteriously going to appear in Baltimore and be doing the same thing, sabotaging a game down there. I have been mixing potions. <laughs> He's going to be all over the place today. Um, did we finish picking the Dallas Indy game? Yeah, we finished yeah. that. All right, let's move on to the next game. Detroit going into Buffalo to take on the Bills. Uh, 40 points over under. Uh, two and a half point. Uh, Buffalo is the favorite. Um, I already had my pick for this because it was initially reported Matthew Stafford wouldn't play. But with him playing today, uh, it makes it tough because Buffalo, even though they they they've lost the last couple of games, they've been playing very well. So, uh, I'm going to this part. What's this? The third or fourth week in a row, KG? Yes, sir. I'm going with Buffalo. I think I think they're going to have enough at home. I like. I, don't get me wrong. I don't want to see Shady hurt, but I like when Shady doesn't play because they don't run the offense through him. They're not relying on him. They have to do other things. So with that said, I'm going to take Buffalo, nineteen to seventeen. Uh, give me, you know what? You said Stafford's out today. Now Stafford, it, it says he's playing today. It says he's in. Yeah, but I, damn. But the the problem is, we don't even know who the hell these damn receivers are. So, um, 
I'll take Buffalo. I think uh, Josh Allen, he's, you know, still on his learning curve, but he's definitely ahead of somewhat getting up, starting to get ahead of that learning curve. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills 18 to 10. I got to stay on this bandwagon. Let's go to Bills 17 14. <laughs> hey Jim, Jim, you there, baby? Did you leave us? <laughs> See, he he already damn my bad, fella. He, he already <laughs> dancing. He, he already <laughs> dancing out his private jet trying to get to Minnesota. That's what that is, man. I, I, I was saying, y'all killing me with me trying to play catch up, but I'm riding <laughs> with the Bills today, uh, nineteen to fourteen. All right, y'all asked the question about who uh the receivers were. You got. Bruce Ellington, Kenny Galladay, Andy Jones, TJ Jones, and Brandon Powell. Those are your receivers for Matthew Stafford. And if Stafford does not play, Matt Castle is his backup. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that, that means that they will not move the ball at all. No. Well, no, no. Hold on. You still got a tank in the backfield in LeGarrette Blunt, And it's his time of year. This is the time of year where he just racks up yards and touchdowns. So I, I don't know. But Being I'm a run with Bills defense. Uh, hey, I'm gonna run with Detroit on this one. Bro. I wanted to run with Buffalo, but <sighs> I'm gonna run with Detroit. And where is this at, BJ? Is this in Buffalo? It's in, it's in Buffalo. Oh yeah, I'm running with Detroit all day long. Legarrette <laughs> Blunt will have at least two touchdowns. So, uh, Detroit, mm, Detroit seventeen, Buffalo thirteen. Controversial ending once again. All right. On to the next one. Uh, Green Bay Packers going into Chicago at Soldier Field to take on the Bears. We got a 46-point over-under, and when the Bears are a five-point favorite. Um, I think the Bears are absolutely tired about hearing how Aaron Rodgers owns that team. And I think today they're going to change the tides. I'm taking Chicago. Uh, Trubisky's playing. They got all their weapons. They got Khalil Mack on defense. The Packers had problems with him last time. Um, Give me the Bears at home. Um, 27-21. Yeah, I I think uh, the Packers is, you know, I think they're probably just, you know, trying to play the season out. Um, You know, there's a lot of uncertainty with their head coach and as well as some other roster spots. Um, you know, the Bears, they're just trying to lock up the North. So, give me the Bears. 26-2. Um, to the 17. All right. I wish I knew the standings of the sideline junkies, but I don't. Oh, see, uh, you, you, you calling I, me out already. I want to say, say congratulations to Kevin for picking a perfect score yesterday. But today I want to go Bears. Let's go 28-24. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to roll with like Chris Farley. Chris Farley used to say, the Bears. <laughs> I think I'm rolling with them. <laughs> um, I got them with 20, 24-14 Bears. 
Well, I'm going to complete this suite. Um, uh, 27 Green Bay 17. And Junie, the standards are already posted. They were posted at 1.30 this morning. <laughs> All right. I, I was up working overtime. Hey, next game, fellas. We're going to do two more, and then we're going to uh, take a commercial break. Uh, the Tennessee Titans going into MetLife, New Jersey, to take on the Giants. Uh, 43 point over under Tennessee is a one point favorite. Tennessee is fighting for their live playoff run. Um, you never know which team's going to show up. I believe Odell Beckham is not playing again this week. Am I right? Yes, he's out. Yeah. He's out again. So now, what is what is he out with? I heard something about he got leg with quad. Yeah, I think, he, yeah, I think the, he said a quad. Quad injury. Okay. Yeah, I heard something about a, uh, somebody leg whipped him on a tackle, and it's made him miss two games. And, they, you know, the guy's supposed to get fined for it. Well, with that being said, I think I'm going to lean with Tennessee on this one. I think it's going to be an ugly game because both teams have trouble moving the ball at times. But give me, um, give me Tennessee 21-17, though. Yeah, I think uh, so much for a sweep for this one. Um, I think the Giants, I think Saquon, this, this, he's, he's going to have a, a pretty good game. Um, Eli going Eli. But uh, I think Sterling um, is starting to kind of emerge as a, you know, as a top, a good receiver in his own right. Um, you know, Odell's there, so, of course, he overshadows, but – you know, Sterling, you know, he, he got skills as well. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants for the upset. Uh, 27 to 24. You know, I was about to pick the Giants also. And then it hit me how well Derrick Henry did last week for Tennessee. Uh, so I have to go with Tennessee today. 21-14. Uh, yeah, Junior, I'm basing my thought on this the same way. If Derrick Henry found his niche and what he and believe in what he's uh capable capable of doing, then I expect the uh Titans to win this out. Even though I think a couple of weeks ago I was like the Titans, I'm not gonna pick them no more. But I got the Titans twenty three to fourteen today. Oh boy. Um you got this gonna be a battle of, of, of running backs. That's this gonna be. Uh Saquon, Derrick Henry. But I'm taking the Giants in this one. Because I think Saquon is just an absolute monster. Um 24-20. Well, fellas, our next game and last game before we take our commercial break. Uh, the Washington Redskins going to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, only a 36-and-a-half point over-under points for this game with Jacksonville being a seven-and-a-half point favorite. I don't know how Jacksonville is even going to score seven-and-a-half points. So, And I don't know how Washington is going to score anything with Josh Johnson. I have no faith in the Redskins. Absolutely no faith because, uh, as you've seen the last couple of weeks, the defense has actually, absolutely give, give, given up. They have no fight. They have no will to win. 
and uh, nothing against Josh Johnson, but it's a reason he's been on the scrap heap, and it's, it's other reasons beside that. But um, I guess you have to pick a score for this game. Uh, boy, give it to me, um, Jacksonville 13, Washington 3. I don't like you right now. Yeah, I think this might be the uh... – the dumpster, as in the words of my man Kevin, this might be the dumpster fire game of the week. Um, not much expectations from either team. Um, Jacksonville, you know, after, the, after last season, then the whole preseason, we're going 19 and 0 talk. You know, it's just completely faltered. Um, Bortles, you know, it's just, I don't call another man trash, but it's just skill set is just not there. And then, the Redskins. Who's starting? Is it Johnson or Sanchez? Johnson. Oh boy, he, Johnson's he, starting today, the and then the backup for uh, Jacksonville. I can never remember his name. He's Blake Borders is done. Cody Kessler. I yeah, think. Cody Kessler. There you go. He's starting for Jacksonville. So yeah, I I'll probably I'll give this one to Jacksonville only because they're home. Only because they're home. But this is going to be like <laughs> just a garbage of a game. Give me Jacksonville seven to six. Hmm. On on this game, on this game, (laughs) I want Kevin to like me. Uh, I think the defense believes in Josh Johnson, and they see how much he 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 got in the game after they took Mark Sanchez out last game. So they believe in Josh Johnson, the whole team. So I'm going to go with the Redskins. Uh, 21-13. I I don't know. If, if Josh Johnson can somehow run for like 60 yards and he doesn't hesitate to um, run the ball when there's an opening, I give the Redskins a chance to win because he did put up uh, what 24 or 16 points last week. So it gives you a, a little bit of spark. But I, I think I'm going to still roll with the Jag today, 17 to 10. Now I'm going to say something to y'all. Number one, BJ, we got another game to do. You the, and this wouldn't be the dumpster fire. Atlanta, Atlanta versus Arizona will be your dumpster oh, fire. No. That's a one o'clock game. Oh no! Oh no! No! Oh no! This yeah, this no, right this here. Is it. This is the dumpster fire. Yeah, this week. is it. This is a you got a team that's been that had their playoff destiny in their hands the last four weeks and and absolutely put out eggs every time, sour eggs every time. You have a, a, and had seven quarterbacks. Seven quarterbacks. You have a team. And Jay Gruden's history that has never come out prepared for a must-win game. So why today in five years would I pick the Redskins to, to all of a sudden turn the ties with Josh Johnson at the quarterback? Uh, you, you're into your third person on the depth chart on the offensive line. And you have a defense that has no injuries, just basically has just given up. You have a so-called number one corner that couldn't check me right now at 300 pounds. So, yeah, the Redskins are done. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? I'm done. I just want to make sure. Are you done? I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my new button on and talk like Jim did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this. Now, granted, Josh Johnson is not going to come in here and blow the doors off. Don't think that I'm saying that at all. No. Not saying that. He brings another element because he can move. He's mobile. Fine. And he needs to be mobile behind this line. Would I prefer him? You know who I would prefer? Well, but don't even say I his can't name. Have, don't even say his name. You're right. 
I, I can't even have who I prefer because I mean he's a legit Pro Bowl quarterback. But anyway, I gotta go with what they signed because I don't have any control over that yet in due time. But I think the way Johnson moved his offense last week, he came in and it was a, a kind of a sort of a spark. And AP can run downhill against his offense. Uh, I mean, against his defense. Uh, no Jordan Reed this week, so Vernon Davis is going to have to step up. Jeremy Sprinkle going to have to step up. Um, Josh Dawson, Maurice Hurst, Jamison Crowder, step up. Um, Capri Bibbs was let go early this week, which broke my damn heart. So it's got to be Adrian Peterson, and Chris Thompson show. You know what, man? All, all those—I—I I, I just woke up. All those names you named just put me to sleep. I—I <laughs> I, I mean, I was drooling and everything. Like the second name put me to sleep. I was just like, like, who are these guys? But well, I mean, you know what? I'm not even gonna go tit, tit for tat for you. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna take Washington in this one. It's gonna be a squeaker, Washington thirteen ten. But I guarantee you, everybody know my receivers better than they know your receivers. That could that that could be that could be because they underperformed so so greatly, but and then you had a receiver that was what a Popeye's biscuit away from being an offensive no, lineman. No, 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 no. We had an offensive lineman at receiver. It just didn't work out. <laughs> that, that's what happened. We we tried to put you know an athletic offensive lineman, you know, a tall one. We thought he could catch the ball. It didn't work out. So, I mean, that, that is what it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to step away for our uh, sponsor. And uh, all you got to do is keep listening. And we're going to break down the uh, last one o'clock game, which is also a dumpster fire. And then the uh, four late games. Stay with us. And Sideline Junkies will return momentarily. And right back at you. Like I told you, all you got to do is keep listening. And the sideline junkies was going to be right back on. What's going on, KG? Nothing much, brother. I'm sitting here. I got a question for everybody now. Because we were talking about uh, Joe Flacco early in the show. And Foles is going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Oh, yeah. Damn. So that's two quarterbacks. Right. But the question is... Did you let these quarterbacks come in? Now, we talk about it all the time, about a quarterback coming in and you seeing what they can do well and you're hiding what they can't. But do you let a quarterback come in and say, hey, this is what I'm good at. This is what I can do. They show you what they can do and you tailor the offense around it so you can win. You got to have a good coach to do that. You know, you have these stubborn coaches that refuse to tailor anything. And like this is my system. This is what you're going to run. And if you can't run it, then you're you're the problem. So I just I I I would love to see that happen. Well, while we wait for the rest of the gang to come on, um, what was I about to say here? Oh, do. I believe I was just thinking if Tennessee loses today, they're out of the playoff hunt, right? I believe so. Okay. And I think it's a lot of um a lot of AFC teams that are on the bubble. I think Cleveland's one of them. They won last night. 
if 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 they lose, they're out. It's, they're done. If if Tennessee wins, then Denver's out. I thought Denver was out last night with that loss. No, nah, nope. math- mathematically, we're still in it um, by a thread. But if Tennessee wins, if Tennessee beats the Giants, we're done. Okay, okay. But you need Indianapolis to win too, don't you? You got both of them got to win for y'all to be out. No, nah, um, Indy's not the problem for us right now. Tennessee is the problem. Okay. Well, fellas, we got we got the band together. Let's go ahead and, and let's let, well, let's wrap up the last one o'clock game, and then we're going to our. Uh, it's only four late games, so we're going to that. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals going to um, Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Forty-four point over under with uh, the Falcons being a nine and a half point favorite. Um, the disappointment that is the Atlanta Falcons this year. Um. Arizona, I don't think anybody expected Arizona to do too much anything this year. Um, but like always, we have to pick a game. So I guess I guess I'm gonna lean. You still got Matt Ryan, still got Julio Jones and and Calvin Ridley and all these boys. Um I guess give me give me Atlanta twenty four to thirteen. Yeah, this is definitely gonna be one of them games where you just be like, "Oh, yeah." The Fal- I think the Falcons might be the league's most disappointing team this year, considering the fact they won the Super Bowl just two seasons ago. Um, Arizona, you know, it's just it's still a, a learning curve as an organization there. So, I'll take the Falcons um, twenty to eighteen. I think the Falcons are going to finally come out of that closet they've been hiding in. Uh, let's go to ATL over the Cardinals. 27-21. All right. Uh, I, I'm taking the Falcons in this one. Um, 27-17. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Give me Atlanta. They're going to A-Town stomp all over them. Uh, twenty three to ten. I hope you're right, brother, because I need I need this is one of them games that Arizona play tough and come out with a W. So I hope Atlanta pulls through. So they better. Um, next game, and this is the first game on our four o'clock slate. Only two four o'clock games today because we had the two Saturday games yesterday. We had we had we had short two games. So um, the Seattle Se- Seattle Seahawks going into San Francisco to take on the Forty uh, ers forty four and a half point over under, and uh, Seattle's a three and a half point favorite. Um, I'll say it again this week. I love the way Seattle plays. Um, I love the way San Francisco plays down to their third quarterback. I think they're coached very well. I think you're going to see a very close game, but. Give me Russell Wilson nine times out of ten. I'm taking Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I think it's going to be a really close game, 24-21, Seattle. Yeah. Um, San Francisco, and shout out to George uh, Kittle, they, they definitely got some good pieces there. However, um, Seattle, man, they've just been on fire as of late, and I expect that to continue today. Um, long story short, I'll take the Seahawks in this one. 
the 20th. Let's go Seahawks, 31-17. You on that with, mute button. You on with us, Jim? Yeah, yeah. I expect the Seahawks to roll with us, uh, keep rolling. So I got the Seahawks, 27-17. Uh, Seattle, 21-17. Uh, hey, next game is probably um, – probably one of the marquee late games and that is the New England Patriots going into Heinz Field to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the line for this game over under is 54 points. Uh, New England's a two and a half point favorite. Both teams coming off of stinging losses. Um, both teams need the game to for I think New England fell out of the number two. I think Houston's number two with Kansas City number one now. So uh, you know, I think that that bye week is important for New England with their 42-year-old quarterback. It's a hard game to pick. It, it really is because both teams can put up points in a hurry. Um, man, I don't even know who to lean with on this. I'm going to pass. I'll come back to it. I'm going to have to think about this one. Um. A month ago, I would have picked Pittsburgh. Uh, and, and again, this is no dis, definitely no diss to my brother, Juni and uh, Jim. I would have picked Pittsburgh a month ago. I would have picked them to beat the brakes off New England. But, man, I don't know what's going on with Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots. It's going to be a good one. You know how they do, Patriots and the Steelers. But I'm going to take New England. It's going to be a squeaker, uh, 29 or 27. Hey, no love lost. No love lost. I feel the same way. Um, We lost the last matchup on a crucial call um, right at the goal line. So this game, I hope the referees had a lot of sleep so they can call a good game. So let's go with my Steelers, 27. Delonte, I would have Steelers if they would have beat Oakland last week. Yeah. So since they didn't win... I'm going with the pass, 31 to 27. Yep. Mm. Uh, Tom Brady always has a great game against New England. And when we displayed it, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, man, wow. maybe I ain't Can had enough sleep? sleep. I got to get with the refs. <laughs> uh, he always has a great game against New England, uh, Pittsburgh. I'm about to do it again. <laughs> but I, this is going to be – your game of the week right here. Um, that's why it's in prime time. So give me New England, 38, Pittsburgh, 34. Uh, you will see a, a shootout between Roethlisberger and, and, and Brady. I mean, a true – I'm talking uh, uh, Joe Namath, Johnny Unitas type shootout where it's going to be like, wow, that was one of the – two of the best quarterback performances I've ever seen before. Well, I guess it's back on me. Both teams let me down last week with losses, so um, I can't be mad at either on picking. So uh, I think this is going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I think Pittsburgh's struggles are going to continue. 
And I'm going to say it's going to be a squeaker. I think it's going to be a last-minute uh, Tom Brady game-winning drive. And I'm going to take New England 35-34. to 34. All right. On to our next game. Um, Philadelphia Eagles going into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Uh, over unknown points in this one is 52, with the Rams being a 13-point favorite. I believe the point line doubled when Carson Wentz was declared out. So Nick Foles is starting today. He did win the Super Bowl for Philadelphia, but this is not the same Philadelphia team. They've been struggling on uh, offense. They struggled with Nick Foles early. Uh, Carson Wentz came in. He gave him a little push, but they they've been struggling on offense. I think that's going to continue today. Um, I think the Rams are going to put it out, extinguish that fire early. Give me the Rams uh, 34 to 22. Yeah, I definitely agree with BJ. This is definitely not the uh, Eagles team that won the Super Bowl. Um, you know, even though they added Michael Bennett, um, I don't know, man. It just didn't didn't fall in their favor. I'm going to take the Rams uh 35 to 17. Let's go with the Rams 31 yeah, 21 over Philly. On this one, I was kind of debating about Nick Foles and the ethos. Once he got in last year, he was for the help carry him, but um, today probably won't be their day. So I'm going with the Rams 31 24. Uh, no brainer. For me, um, the NFC West champions, Rams, uh, 38, the Eagles, 21. And that was our Sunday night game. We go to our last game, fellas, and that's our the tomorrow game, Monday night football. The Red Heart, New Orleans, Saints going to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Division rivals um, over under is 49 and a half points. With New Orleans being a six-point favorite, Oh, man. I think Carolina's lost, what, six or seven in a row? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is it's a hard game to pick. Um, because I, I know Carolina's going to play them tough. And we've seen that the top teams, the New Orleans, the Rams, the Kansas City Chiefs, they've all been challenged and, and, and had and been pushed to the limits. So, um. Man, give me – I'm going to lean on New Orleans, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. But give me the Saints 28-24. to 24. Yeah, I think this might be the game that um, closes the coffin on um, Carolina's season. Um, not sure what happened. They were, what, 5-2 and two or 6-2 and two at one point? And then, like, all these losses kind of came out of nowhere, and they – I think the loss was probably most mind-boggling out of all of them. So, uh, I think the losing tradition continues for them. Um, their one bright spot has been McCaffrey. Um, dude is an absolute monster. But I'll take the Saints um, 31 to 21. Man, talking about the Carolina Panthers make me think about the Atlanta Falcons years ago. Maybe think about the, the Philadelphia Eagles team that just can't find itself. So we got to go with New Orleans. 
Uh, 41 yeah, I, 21. I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's probably going to be a real close one in the last minute uh, score. Uh, I'm taking the Saints in this one 24 uh, 23. Uh, Drew Brees, man. That's all I got to say. New Orleans, 41 17. Good gracious. Okay. Mm. okay. Hey, fellas, that's our last game. Week 15 wrap up, NFL wrap up show. Um, Hopefully we making y'all some money out there. Man, <laughs> we ain't doing too shabby on the pick. So, um, you know, everybody's over a hundred wins. So we we strong with our pick. So, hey, we gonna hit a hundred, hundred thirty to hundred forty wins this year. Hey, and, and hey, that's pretty good compared to, you know, the experts on on the big show. So I'm impressed. Good job, fellas. So, yes, sir. Hey, KG, take us out, man. Well, sponsor Anchor FM, and it can be heard right here on Anchor FM, Radio Public, Breaker, Castbox, Google uh, Play Music, Google Play Podcast, Apple iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean. Uh, to get in touch with us, Sideline Junkies 247 at gmail.com. On social media, Sideline Junkies on Twitter and on Instagram. Facebook, Sideline Junkies colon podcast. All right, fellas. Any closing any closing thoughts, fellas? Fire, Fire Vance Joseph. <laughs> Let's play football. That's all I got. Well, oh, I hey. I'm kind of sort of in the same boat. Uh, let Bruce Allen go out there, Oakland. Get get rid of this coaching staff here in Washington because it, it, the coach is toxic, very toxic. All right. Hey, that's it for the Sideline Junkies Week 15 NFL wrap-up. I'm myself, I'm Brian, Delonte, Junie, Jim, KG. We out. Peace. Right. Out of here. See you.